Let's do it. Episode 48, Industrious Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Brian. Dude, you started already? And I am back. Yeah, I'm hyped up. I wanted to, you know, I miss you. I miss this when uh, when I leave town and then I get jealous. I get, what do you call it? I get uh, I get jealous of your friends. When, jealous uh, of my friends. Yeah, when I have to watch it and I'm not on it. You know, so I get, I'm, I'm very thankful that you have continued to do it. That I am thankful for. Um, what are you talking about, dude? We made this. We already talked about this. No, I know. But I, I still, I guess, uh, now it drives me nuts that you don't schedule it and put it out at the same time, but that's part of you. And so yeah. I'm just thankful that you do it and then immediately upload it and throw it out into the web. And so I'm just, gra- I'm just glad that you do it because I know that if you didn't do it, that I'd be by myself doing it lonely in my hotel room by myself. It'd probably be really stupid. So I'm just glad that you do it and, and make an effort to, to bring people in and talk to them and, and keep it rolling. So, cause that's the important part is just to keep it rolling and keep it, you know, keep something out there, whether, whether you guys out there watch it, don't watch it. Just, you know, I mean, however that works, you know, if it bores you or whatever, and you turn it off, whatever, but at least you got to keep that repetition going and keep it, keep it rolling out. Because if you just disappear for two to three weeks, then people just completely stop looking. So that's been good dude digging the beard digging the sweatshirt i'm freezing cold in your house again uh or in the studio once again it's there's never any heat here and i understand i get it <clears throat> i get it it's a it's a it's a vacant space that doesn't have any i'm running a full-time here. heater so i get that why dude cold, you're just that dude it's your it's not bring a parka i'm you know uh and the beard is lazy i'm i'm from uncle teal yes but i'm somewhat of a a Beverly Hillbilly, you know, he's one of those things I don't really uh, get too worked up about. No, that's why I brought a sweatshirt. I knew it was going to be cold and I have a parka just in case I got to add a layer. This, it also gets cold down here, but in the summertime, it stays cool too. It's pretty nice. It's and that's like, AC. you know what? I can't wait for the summertime to benefit from the cool, the coolness. Yeah. There's pros and cons to everything. Yes. Um, one thing I do realize is that, uh, on one thing, pros and cons. So with the pros and cons, you know, Hey, running this dude, doing this podcast with you, Tyler is a huge opportunity. Con con. It's a huge con. No, you got conned and now you're looking at everything skeptically. We don't have to go into details and it wasn't a a big deal, but dude, I'm with you. And I think we get caught in that. It was a legitimate website and it looked really awesome. So screw off i look really awesome you know i'm not definitely wouldn't i don't think calling anyone self a con con's a strong word in my term because like there's a difference between using somebody you know and alan kind of talks about this and uh with me and because i've always kind of been i don't want to use people you know what i mean i know you're like that too overly you know what i mean that's a good part of our relationship we make sure that we have checks and or we just i don't know i've never felt that way I've never felt like it's come up in our relationship. Hasn't. And it really hasn't come up in a lot of my relationships, but like sometimes, you know, I want definitely used to use you to go get supplies because I wasn't going to run and I knew you were going to run. I'm the, yeah, I'm one of the best gophers out there. Yes. Excellent gopher. And I'll probably, I pride myself on that. And I I did, I did it today. So I used you for that. And I use, I use people as tools in a constructive manner too. Right. And it's, I think it's okay to use people. That's what they're for. Right. But it's not okay to use I'm getting people. used by somebody to be a part of their system that they're working. 
And that's, that's what I get paid to do. You get paid to do that. So you're, that's, you're just okay with that. That's a tool. I'm a tool. I'm a tool to coordinate and implement jobs to make money, to make money a barter for the system so of the about giant money for a second. It's a giant. We need to, you know, and I posted on the Instagram page the other day, that picture of that school of fish eating that shark. Yes. God damn. When you, when, when a picture is really worth a thousand words, you know, that one was worth a thousand words. You have that beautiful eyes. Means the thank you there, Hazel. Are you sure? Yes. It's the fucking shirt, dude. It, they might be blue with it's kind of cre- like. Can you just my sweatshirt? It's creepy, man. I'm gonna stop. Is it kind of like? Watch. I'll do it to you. Isn't that weird? It's because I'm listening. That's one thing. In the last podcast, I watched it with you, and I was laughing because um, I was listening. It was. Were it, you? I was. I was. Were you listening? Was, I was fucking. Are with you everybody. sure? I was fucking with everybody. Are you sure? Hang on. Let me practice my Brian. No joke, dude. No joke. Watch. This is Brian, and I'm listening. I was listening. Dude, I was listening. I was. Were I you? I was listening. Yeah, I really I thought it was. was pretty awesome. I laughed because I was just whatever. But, um, Dude, did I not respond on cue like every time? No. Well, yeah, you did. But I, had to, but I have to learn to listen, dude. I got to shut up a little bit. But, no, I agree. Because my mind goes, but my mind still goes 100 miles an hour. I just got to keep my mouth shut. So I look around at shit. But that's the thing is sometimes people don't have, really? people don't have the ability to understand that maybe you, that's your way of listening because I didn't even realize it when exactly dude, when I you're listening. Yeah. You're looking at somebody. You're not, maybe not necessarily creepy staring them like I was while I was listening to you. But strong eye contact is, you know, is something that you want to absorb everything that they're saying to make sure that you understand. And if you need to, then you ask a, a, a follow-up question to what they're saying. Well, I can tell you this. If I like a woman, I can stare into her eyes and forever. I cannot stare in a dude's eyes for an extended... I don't... I don't if it's like a stare down, we're going to... If, if there's maybe um, some kind of aggression involved... You don't Maybe have to I, stare I into know. their eyes. It's not like you're you're not staring. I have no issue staring at a woman in her eyes. Into like, their I can eyes. do it forever, ever, ever. But dudes, I get this weird like bro, like look at their chin then. Well, you're supposed to look at their look forehead. at their forehead. Yeah, look at this giant nose, dude. I have a fucking doozy of a nose. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about it too. I think. Well, I didn't. Damn, dude, that pipe. Am I self-conscious about something? Probably. Fuck. Your giant snaz. Just lately, I just and noticed you know what? it. I just but don't here's the thing. It. Here's the Notice thing, though. It. Think about this. What? How old are you? 32. 32 years old. Okay. You have a lot of life left, and the nose and ears never stop growing. Your head's not going to get any better, bigger. Oh, so I heard an interesting fact today. When you're real quick. 70, you're going to have the biggest nose maybe on the planet. Think about how good I you can that. smell. I mean, what'd you learn, Fun dude? Fact. I uh, I uh, I find that when I wear a breathe, uh, my my sleep is literally conducive to a breathe. Right? I think we've had this conversation. Yes, I've answered the phone, but boy, I tell you what. And you wake up with them and come to work with them on. I might have done that. Yeah, 
No, I think I was just rocking it because it helped me breed that day. But I also completely understand what you're saying because I've used them after you had suggested try it and I've I've slept with them and it's been amazing. So they work. You know, there's another thing that I do might be a little off off kelp, you know, off topic, but um this thing called a man pond where you roll toilet paper up and put it between your butt cheeks on a hot day. And it sounds weird and gross, but I'm gonna tell you right now, if you do it You'll thank me. But what is it for? Uh, well, personally, I'm a hairy individual, so um, I can get uncomfortable. Do it gets that sweaty? Yeah. Well, I run everywhere. Yeah. Right. So um, isn't it just in pieces by the time you get done? Some days. Just shredded? Well, it depends on the thickness. And then I feel like it's you just a mess. You got to it up. You got to be thick. And then I feel no, like it's just a mess when no, you're in the shower and well, it's clumpy and weird and what? gross. No, it is. It's all... You never I mean, seen it. It's like a tampon. I've gotten toilet paper well, wet before. Well, you don't put before. it in your butt, though. You don't put it in your butt. It's I've just gotten, in, the, in the between the butt cheeks. Listen, I've gotten toilet paper wet before. It doesn't stay together very well. Dude, I'm... Is your freaking poops super wet? I mean, what are you talking about? No, where you accidentally get water on it or something? No, I don't get water back there. But you got sweat. Oh, I, that turns it in. That's water. Oh, it doesn't get clumpy. I don't know. I never really examined mm. it. I guess I got. Anyways, moving on. Uh, your head is one third the diameter of your body height. I don't know how that works. I guess think about it because. You know, you never see... So the circumference... Usually what about the guy with the giant head, though? Because I'm trying to think. I mean, I have a pretty small head. I do, too. So then why... How could that be... I mean, because you're what? 6'4"? 6'3"? 6'2"? It might be relative. Like, in a range. Because there's guys that are 6'2 that have giant heads. And you can't tell me that their head... You know, your head... Gavin Jensen... And then, Huge head. And their head circumference is the same. You know what I mean? So it's got to be a range. I mean, I get that, that you can't have, you know, a guy that's seven foot, you can't have his head on a six foot body. Or a guy that's five foot, you can't have his head on a six foot body because then it, I mean, you can. I've seen I don't know. It. What I've do you think it. about the uh, current news on the markets? It's pretty wild today. About what? Downturn, you know, they're going to, markets crashing. Yeah, I think it's a buy the <laughs> catalyst. It's, it's a buy the rumor or buy whatever they say. Buy the rumor, sell the news. So you got to fade this move. So as it goes down and we're getting all scared about Russia, Ukraine, you buy that. Buy that dip. In I the S&P. Cryptocurrency. Individual too. stocks is different. You know, everyone's going to react the same. Plus, we're in a market that's kind of like, mm, you know, mm-hmm. everything's going to react differently. But... um if you notice just the glimpse, just the, the remote glimpse of something, you know, Putin and Biden meeting, boom, market's up 80 points, you know? So just the, the little glimpse of anything positive is, uh, is going to make the markets rip. Now it's going to be the opposite side of that, right? When, once you get the, the Russia, Ukraine rip because everything's calmed down or they just invade the damn thing and, we're like, oh, it's really not that bad because it doesn't affect us. It might affect Western Europe, but it's not going to affect our economy. Well, I thought gonna, the pipeline was supposed to go around Ukraine. That's Nord 2. 
but they cut that off and they don't do that. Nord One runs right through Ukraine, so that one will. But that's gonna hurt. That's gonna make gas and, and oil prices jump, you know. But I mean, that, how is that gonna affect us? Besides, it's gonna affect us at the pocket, you know, in our pocketbook when we go get gas. But that's just a commodity that as soon as they take over or everything calms down and you know whatever, then um, those prices will come off just as fast as they go up. It's gonna be a real quick. Jump. So we're not talking it's about not 2008 be, situation. It's not going to be sustained. It's not a sustained deal. That's pretty interesting. So, but it's going to be a, a buy, you know, buy this weakness, at least in my opinion, you buy this weakness. And, uh, and then when we rip, because things have calmed down, you sell that because then we come back to reality, which what really affects markets in that interest rates and, uh, you know, slowing growth and slowing earnings. And, you know, you know, we have a, a shift in earnings to where um, corporate earnings for the first time in the last two years are, are coming down. The estimates are, are, are short, you know, they're, they're still great. They're still robust, but they're less than they were, you know, so that, that quarter on quarter growth isn't there the same as it was. What are your thoughts on the uh, inflation? So I've seen a lot of things saying that inflation's going to freaking skyrocket Rip. what are your thoughts on that they'll go down the the interest rates will go up and then come back down no interest rates aren't going to affect inflation inflation is going to work itself out really yeah i think we'll be because just like everything else the reason we haven't had inflation is because we've had innovation the reason we had inflation in the 70s was because we didn't have the same kind of innovation that we have now what about the quantitative easing because another reason that goods are so expensive is because the value of the dollar goes down Correct. Even though it's still based off. Sentiment. But you got to look at the world's economy in which we live in, right? The world's economy. We're not, we're not a one, you know, we don't. No, it's a very global a bubble. It's a very global. And so economy. our dollar is strong right now comparatively to other currencies. So our dollar has gotten weak over the, over time, but so is every other currency. Mm -hmm. Every other currency is just as weak or weaker. Mm -hmm. So, and as long as we sustain being the, the world's currency, then you know. Well, don't you think that's kind of what the thing is with, you know, a lot of the fight between Russia and China right now? They're concerned they would like to position themselves to become the, the you know, first, first world currency. Because if people don't understand that the, you know, oil is tied to the U.S. dollar and all commodities. Yeah, everything. So the U.S. dollar is the dominant. Force yeah. So every in the country, world. in order to purchase any commodity in the world, has to changed their currency into dollars in order to buy that commodity. Right. So that's why I don't know how many the, people understand that being the world's currency is such a big deal. And that therefore are, there's always going to be a floor in our economy just because of that. Right. And because we're so big, but that's other reasons why we have to maintain so much strength in the military and all that stuff too. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people want to cut military. Well, that's, that's us reigning supreme with the economy because our position would change drastically. If we weren't that, if we didn't essentially set the standard for, you know, of course, but we better and different we, for that matter. Up to this point right now, we'd still have the world's largest economy, which we will eventually not. China will eventually have the world's largest economy. They have they have five times, six times as many people as we do. Their middle class is grow See, you know, we might not lose the, the world's currency. We might be able to maintain that. I think that it's going to be tough, but I think that we'll be able to maintain that unless we go to some sort of a world digital currency, which is also feasible, I think. 
Well, I think that's what's, I think that's kind of my thought is that's inevitably what's going to happen. Yeah. That way no country has control, but those some sort of a stable coin that's not denominated in a certain country's monetary policy. I think so you can maybe, you know, I don't know how that would work exactly. Cause I'm not as in tune with economics in that way, but, um, you know, a digital currency that was just flat, that was agreed upon, you know, and that's, that's going to be the trouble is who, how are we, everybody going to agree on, on which, which, well, I don't think that you know, I think it's either currency. we, we stand together as a people and make that decision or the government's going to make that decision for us. Yeah. That's a pretty straightforward. But I think that's the only way that you get out of commodities being denominated in dollars. But, you know, I can't remember going back to being the world's largest economy. We will eventually lose that. But, you know, because you really have to look at it from the standpoint of when we grew our economy, it was back, you know, coming out of World War II. And I mean, you know, just the the, the influx of workers, the manufacturing, the you know, all the robust growth that the United States had, even actually going back to the 1900s and, and coming out, coming out of World War One into World War Two, and then really, really firing after World War Two, when we became, you know, that real industrial manufacturing powerhouse, we are no longer that. We are the idea generator. We are an idea society. So Our entire GDP you, is... Are you aware that data has surpassed... Like the value data is worth more than pretty much anything else in this world right now. Yeah. Data is worth more than, but where does all that technology data? come from? Us. Exactly. Our cell phones. Well, no, it what we do. Our I habits, get that. Our but the, the, those companies that created that, that made that a commodity are all United States based. So although the Cambridge we, Analytica is out of UK. Yeah, but they're just, they're just a analytic company. Right. They don't but, store the well, data. They, essentially, Facebook started that. They don't. They don't store the. They might have started that, but fa- yeah. Well, so, not started. That's pretty hard to say, but. But you have to look at. Um, China is a manufacturing country. They're where we were, fifty years ago, sixty years ago. Their middle class is growing. Their upper class is growing. They don't have. I mean, they're not implementing the same ideas that are world. You know the Googles and the Facebooks and the, and the Microsofts and all that enterprise and the software and everything. We generate that. We might not make it. We might not make the microchips. We not, might not make the computers or the phones or make that stuff. And it might be made in China. Taiwan makes 84% of the world's semiconductors. I know. That's interesting. Weird. I know these little stupid facts, but these are, you know, a lot more, trust me, but this, these, those small fucking things. Well, and that's the reason Taiwan's important. Well, that's, aren't they? Yeah. And I, for important for China, it's important for China, but I mean, they can't risk. They, I mean, for them, you know, they're not going to risk taking over Taiwan. They don't, they don't recognize Taiwan. Taiwan doesn't exist to them. That's part of China to them, to the rest of the world. As long as they don't stand up against that. Yeah. And they won't not right now. I thought that maybe there would be some coordination between Ukraine and China to, you know, kind of separate power. But, um, one of the Chinese, um, uh, military defense guy made a comment, made some statements in uh, Germany last week that, um, 
they don't even agree with what Russia is doing in Ukraine. So they don't like, they like the power structure and everything how it is right now because they rely so heavily on the Western world, you know, whether that be Europe, United States, Canada, to buy their goods. So if we completely <clears throat> separated ways from China, China would suffer. And China, that's not in their plan, right? They want to be strong. They need to be strong. Mm-hmm. So in order to be strong, you need us buying all that crap. We need to buy all the garbage from China, which is what we do. I mean, th- that's our entire con- economy is based on consumption. That's what's crazy. Our entire economy is based on consumption, not on manufacturing anymore. It's all based on spending. So when we have money in our pockets, we spend that money. That's what makes our economy go now. Right. It's the velocity of money. I mean, yeah, if but we shut it down, our economy falls apart. Right. Yeah. But I we think. stop going to Walmart. Well, that, well, that, but then inflation falls into that because, because the baby, you know, when the baby boomers realize because of inflation that their retirement account isn't worth as much as they thought it was, they're going to, they're going to limit spending and henceforth create a downturn cycle essentially. But economics are like a two-year trickle effect. So people have to understand that. Those stupid, some of the things that they do. But I think also the quanti- the, the quantitative easing has kind of s- kept the market afloat too. That's I mean, the whole reason. I'm no expert. I'm that's sure the not. whole reason the market's as high as it is. Well, that's bad. That's well, yeah, bad. but it, that's going to roll off. That That's going to roll off. They're going to let those bonds mature that they bought. They're, gonna, they're not going to buy any more mortgages, and they're going to hang on to that stuff. They're not going to actively sell it into the marketplace. Sure. If they actively sold it into the marketplace, we'd be in for a real rude awakening. Mm-hmm. But if they let it roll off, we can see that. They can forecast that. The Fed has been really good about telling us what they're going to do. They're not going to surprise us. Yeah, I've just been really everybody knows lately. Everybody knows what they're doing. See, and that's the whole thing is they've been, they've really tell it, you know, put it out there for us to digest. And that's the reason, you know, the whole thing, you know, the market could rebound towards the second half of the year. And that's what I'm seeing from a lot of these different analysts that I listen to and and watch is that the second half of the year, you know, after, after the, the initial rate hike start and all that kind of thing, once we get rolling, then we'll be able to go, okay, oh, things aren't as bad as we thought. You know, right now we think the market's reacting to what they think's going to happen. And then if we see what happens, because historically, what's a half a point? What's a point? What's 1% interest rates? Everybody's free. We're going to raise it. What's 1%? It's like zero. Yeah. I'm, I'm... And they're going to be capped on how high they can go because, you know, because of the dynamics of, you know, if they shoot way too high, I mean, you know, 2% before something else is going to happen, whether we go into a recession or something's going to happen and they're going to have to then back off or, or quantitative ease again. We're right. Which is know, not normal. I mean, that's it's not people normal. have to understand that that's, this is a new practice. Five, 6%. That's normal. Mm-hmm. That's even low. Right. I'll never forget the day I got my first mortgage it was the year 2000. Um, I got a mortgage for 7%, 7.2%. And my, my old man came up to me and he said, you're never going to see these rates again. That's right. as low as it's going to go. Because when he, they were buying houses and they were, 14%, they probably. were getting 12, 13, 14, 18% <laughs> that on a mortgage. God dang. So, you know, but that's the whole thing. So if you listen to, is this what you wanted to talk about today? No, but if you listen to Tom Lee, 
what's what makes a lot of sense and what really kind of clicked in my head. Hashtag Tom Lee. Hashtag Tom Lee. Um, but what made a lot of sense was that the millennials are, you know, 30, 40 is the oldest, I think, right now. And I think it goes down to 20. So they're all coming into their big spending cycles right now. Mm-hmm. So they're buying houses, having families, got to buy all the stuff for the kids, got to buy the, you know, so all that stuff, all that stuff that they're buying. But our the baby boomer generation and those people that were coming up, they had to split their money. They had to split their money between the stock market for your 401k or the pension funds or them just trying to maybe get ahead a little bit and a savings account because a savings account would pay you 8%, 9%, 10%. So saving your money in a savings account plus them being children of possibly parents that went through the depression, you saved every penny, you saved everything. You put it in the account, you got a little interest. That's how you that's how you retired, that's how you became wealthy. But now go put money into a savings account, you get 0.04. Yeah. If that, I mean, I don't even know what it is. 0.6, I think, is like a high-yielding savings account. 0.6. You're you're not going to get shit for that. Well, the rich people do that to preserve their... Well, they put it in TIPs, but... Still, though, I mean, you're not getting any money. You're losing money due to inflation. So the only option you have is to invest that money, mm-hmm. whether that be in a house, whether that be... Or in the market. Well, you I think that not, kind of economy is changing, too, what we you're invest not, in. You're not splitting... It's more of an individual gig it's a gig or peer-to-peer economy that's what i see most definitely like well expand on that a little bit well i just think like uh, you know friends loaning money or friends grouping together to you know buy some investments together or you know instead of using the banks you can use each other make each other money and i think that that's kind of coming to you know uh kind of i've seen that happen more yeah you know younger folks working together to create you know, it's not really mom and pop anymore. It's, you know, a couple I, of buddies uh, with some, with some, in, you know, just trying to throw some shit together. And sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. Yeah. No, what I, I didn't, this is not what was planned at all. What I wanted to talk about, which we will dive into next time. Yeah. And I apologize for looking at my phone. I, I'm waiting on an important phone call. It's because your truck broke down. Cause yep. That's what happens to diesel. Ram diesels, they break down. The so. front end, the steering issue, and it's like very common. And I shit. Kind of, shit the bed. Dodge, shit the bed. <laughs> you know yours what, is dude? A Dodge. Dodges are cool. I'm I, Shit the bed. Dodge Challenger, the Dodge Chargers, the Hellcat, the Demons. Shits the bed. Dude, they, they shit the bed, though. You know what I mean? But it's like, that's why you don't fucking race a, you know, I, like I tell people. You know, I'm... You don't race a Ferrari every day. You want to you want to fuck with something every day? Maybe don't you know? Dodges are pretty reliable. I don't know, man. I drive her hard though, dude. I'm shocked. I'm honestly blown away. This whole thing happened. Mm. I'm taking I'm taking aback. I'm like kind of right. fucked up, man. I apologize. Good. Your pride in the Dodge went down a level. That's nope. good. Nope. Nope. All right. Nope. But no, what I want to talk about, what we will get into next time, is I wanted to talk about. Um, your rentals and 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 oh, yeah. not just the rental, but I wanted to talk about we to we talk will. about the beginning, how I started. Yeah, because I think that we've talked about you know what you have now and where you're at and all that kind of thing, and and that's great. But you know, for the people out there that kind of want to maybe 
get a better glimpse of, of your sacrifice and the challenges that you had when you were getting this whole thing started, I want to dive a little bit deeper into um, talking about the sacrifices that you had to make personally and kind of how you got started. Because, you know, as we all know, houses aren't getting cheaper. And if you want to kind of get that ball rolling and you want to become a real estate investor, I'd like to kind of explore and go through your processes that you that you learn because not you know you can't just go and buy two or three houses and start renting stuff. I mean, it's a process. It's a it's a it's process. a long process. A and long I think process. that it's uh, you know, and I'll, I'll kind of give you a little teaser, but we, we don't want to go into it. But you give know, me one a teaser of the, one and then we'll the end things, this thing. You know, and it's kind of you don't believe in things until you experience them or see them whether it's from somebody else you know I was able to watch my dad invest in some real estate and do well so I was like oh cool you know that works right so naturally I was like yeah sure I'm in and then um but one of the one of the things I had to do on my first property was which which is interesting now don't give it away just a tea which is interesting to I mean it's it okay I'll well I had to get rid of something very near and dear to my heart to finish construction or something but now I literally have something I have the same thing but better and it kind of came it all kind of came back to me in a natural way I actually literally sold and bought for the same price which is I just realized that which is an interesting concept well good I can't wait to talk about it but it's just something that nothing too crazy but just something that, that means a lot to me and just sometimes when you sacrifice things you got to believe and they really do come back. Everything comes around. And that's one of the things I really believed in is, is just that whole, whether I don't want to call it karma, I don't want to call it anything, but things come back around. They always seem to come back. You notice that? Yeah, I'm still waiting. Bro, you got me, dog. <laughs> oh, you you fucking understand that. God, I had to give the up that to get you. The fucking exponential here, baby. God. Big boy. Well, hey, thanks for sitting down with me today. Thanks for squeezing it in. Whatever. I was super excited. Like I said, I get a little jealous when I see you getting in to, to do these when I'm not here. And, Dude, Alan uh, headed that stuff. I, I don't want to take any credit for that. You know, um, Alan's good help. Like I said, you know, he's, he's part of the team. Doing the, got the t-shirts, the industrious Skelly, Skelly T. I haven't seen these. Well, we did it yesterday. Oh. You didn't see the the so you're gonna have like footage. A, you haven't seen the promotional footage. So you're gonna have a, a cool drop for the everybody. Industrious brand. Well, oh man, Let's I'm gonna save give, it. I'm gonna so we, drop mine first and okay. see how it fits on me. Okay. Uh, you know we're looking, but I'm looking at some contacts for some, maybe some. It'd be cool to hear from who would buy a t-shirt from us. Everybody, everybody, make a cool shirt. I have a yeah. Check out, I have foot it, dude. Okay. We're going to make cool shirts and then you guys are going to like them and then you're going to get them and then you're going to want more. And they're hella emo because I'm hella emo. I'm like, nobody wants fucking emo emo shirts, dude. Well, I'm like, I mean, nobody wants emo shirts. No skeletons. I love, yeah, come on, this one's got a skeleton. I mean, whatever. I mean, a skeleton. We're going to go a little, little. Well, I'm going to take a look at the designs and we'll figure this out, but. Yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen them yet. No, not yet. I I haven't been here. I know you've been busy. All right. See you guys later. Later.